Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. We have a packed show for you today. Coming up later in the show, we're going to get an update from Ukraine, as well as somebody's joining us from Minnow, and Pastor J.D. Greer from Summit Ministries will be with us as well. Don't forget to call us, 800-555-7898. Oh, uh, it's Friday, Woo-hoo! and double digits are here, and I'm I'm just... So curious. About what? It's Friday. Yes. It's Valentine's weekend. Yes. It's double digits of the month. Yes. And you're wearing brown? Yeah. Why? Brown. Because it was clean. I see. I see. Now. Yes. I could take the brown sweatshirt off. And? And you would see that underneath there is blue. It is blue. I see blue. But earlier this week, somehow we got talking about the periodic table, right? This is the, this is my that T-shirt that says bacon. Is hilarious. Should be a part of the uh, the periodic table. Did I think you it own is that? an element. Oh yeah, you own that already. Oh, I I own a number of bacon T-shirts. I I I have learned something new in 2023 <laughs> about Steve Hiller. I'm sure there's tons that I yet to know. You've only been here well, a little over two and a half years, but I I did. You had that shirt. Well, why would you not want to celebrate be- bacon? I, I mean, it is meat candy. It is meat candy. Yes, bacon it, is meat candy. I thought, well, okay. I, I mean, I guess I could embrace that definition. But when you say that, I automatically think about when people put like brown sugar on bacon and actually make it bacon candy. Oh, yeah. That is a little much. I know it's good, but it's just a little much for Bacon me. dipped in chocolate? Oh, <laughs> It's all good. I mean, you could drop it in dirt and it'd still be okay. I I know this is not going to surprise you, but I like the bacon that is either pepper encrusted or jalapeno encrusted. Bring it on. I think that that is just like an extra oomph. If you're going to add something to bacon, because bacon really needs no addition. It doesn't. It's a standalone. Yep. You could eat it, you know, plain on things, all the, all the things. But periodic table, adding the BN for bacon. All right, all right. I can see that. I I think we need to somehow get this added to the periodic table. I mean, somebody else agrees with me because they made the T-shirt. Oh, sure. And I obviously agreed with them because I own the T-shirt. So That would know, be but... celebratory Friday. I oh, get yeah. it now. Okay. I, then the brown is just a facade. The brown was just because it was like 40 degrees when I walked outside this morning. Mm-hmm. And as the temperatures continue to climb in this area, we'll maybe probably lose the sweatshirt and celebrate bacon all the more. All right. All right. Well, at least bacon is brown, I guess. It is brown. I guess so it all goes that together. Would be the color. Yeah. That way. Yeah. In other words, you're color coordinated today, and I didn't even know. You did it, right? So I am celebrating in my own way. Okay, that's on me. <laughs> well, I'm glad you've owned that. <laughs> well, we're glad that you are with us this morning. And as you just heard, we've got a lot that we're going to get to this uh, this show. And I'm looking forward to uh, some of our conversations coming up. Realize it's been almost a year since Russia invaded Ukraine. Has it now? 50 weeks. Wow. Since the invasion. And you look at that and you're like, it doesn't feel like it's been that long, but we're coming up on the, I hate to call it an anniversary because that has a positive connotation to it, but right. the, the year mark mm-hmm. of that invasion. And we're going to spend a little bit time, a little bit of time later getting an update on that. And you may have seen, if your social media feed looks anything like mine, some comments that uh, have come to the surface recently that Andy Stanley has made about engaging with the gay culture Mm -hmm. and how the Christian community needs to do a better job with that. 
And there have been all sorts of responses. No doubt. To that. And uh, J.D. Greer is going to be joining us next hour. We're going to spend some time talking about a biblical response to that and what would it look like to engage well and engage biblically. So I think that's going to be a fascinating conversation. Hope you'll stick around. But before we get to all that, we're heading to the book of uh, 2 Corinthians and taking a look at this idea that God's promises are yes. Amen. Yes and amen. 2 Corinthians one twenty says just that. For all the promises of, of God in him are yes and in him amen to the glory of God through us. I think we have to take this whole verse, not just the your promises are yes, your promises are amen, but also to the glory of God, not to the glory of Don Ray or Steve Hiller or insert your name. God keeps every promise he makes. We can stand stand very solidly on that truth. And when we walk in that intimate fellowship with Christ, we have the assurance that every promise God has made in scripture is available to us. This truth, I hope that's your motivation. I hope that's my motivation to search the scriptures for every promise he's made so that we can meditate on those promises and it will impact our life. What potential our lives would have going forward, getting stronger, sharing Christ, loving others well, if we meditate on the promises that God has given us. Jesus, he promised that when you ask for something in his will, he will give you what you ask. John 16, verse 23. That, that part of in his will, usually I wonder if we just kind of leave that part out and we say, but, but I'm asking, I'm asking in your name. This promise, it is available to every single Christ follower. If you ask God if this promise applies to your life, his answer is yes. If you're not now experiencing the promise though, it doesn't change the fact that God said it. You might need though to ask and seek God's answer for why his promise has not yet reached maturity in you. Paul claimed he had tested each of these promises in his own life and found them to be abundantly true. We know the same spirit that is in Paul, the Holy Spirit, is in us if we are Christ followers. So do we have abundantly true affirmation in our lives, the promises that God's given us? That's why he could speak, Paul could speak of the exceeding riches of God. God's grace and his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2, verse 7. The unsearchable riches of Christ, Ephesians 3, 8. The exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. And Paul had found a wealth of God's promises and enjoyed them all in abundance. Oh, I don't know about you, but seeking after his promises, living in those it sounds like such an amazing life. Are we embracing that life? If you're discouraged, don't be. Don't be impatient. If you're not experiencing to the fullest all of God's promises in your life, God may want to prepare you to receive some of the great truths he has made available to you. And there's always that waiting and refining time of our life. Here is what we know we can do. We can walk closely with the Lord, and in time, you will see him. 
you will see his promises come to fruition because all of his promises are true. Do you want to look at these scriptures? Do you want to study a little deeper on this? You can get the devotional by texting Devo, D-E-V-O, to 800-555-7898. Heading over right now to our Facebook page to put it there. Don and Steve in the morning is how you'll find us on Facebook. Moody Radio. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. On our YouTube channel today, Chris Martin drops from Bible to Life to share some insights and wisdom from the Word. Love that we have that YouTube channel so you can meet some of our guests and the conversations. And hopefully, prayerfully, they'll be encouraging to you. Chris Martin, super guy, loves the Lord and His Word. And so glad that dropped today or is dropping today. Mm-hmm. YouTube is at Don and Steve. I um, I know we've got the Super Bowl coming up. And, you know, I mean, I, neither team, uh, fine. Really? Well, Ben texted me the other day and said, Chiefs. You're going for the Chiefs. Yeah, okay, I'm going for the Chiefs. That suits me just fine. I love watching Patrick Mahomes play. What a talented He just young looks man. like he's having so much fun, doesn't and, he? And he's good at it. Yeah. He's just, and when somebody's that good at their skill, it, it is fun to watch or listen to or whatever, you know, whatever you're um, being part of. But I, you, you've surprised me this morning. How's that? I had no idea that Patrick Mahomes, now this tells you I'm not a Chiefs fan like regular season, but I had no idea that he's a brother in Christ. You know, I think that may catch a lot of people by surprise if they have not kind of been paying attention to what has been happening in his life over the last little while. And one of the things that I found super interesting in watching the NFL this year is how much more willing people seem to be in talking about their faith. And I do think part of that, like the faith element or conversation has been um, greenlit, if if you will. People feel more comfortable doing that mm-hmm. after watching DeMar Hamlin collapse oh, on the yes, field for sure. and people praying. And mm-hmm. um, then he had Dan Orlovsky praying live on the, the NFL show where they were talking about this. And it seems as if there's been a little bit of a minor culture shift in the NFL where those who are believers seem to be a little bit more comfortable talking about their faith. Those who maybe have been wrestling uh, a little bit are even willing to engage in, in conversation about that. Sure. Um, you know, the quarterback for uh, Josh Allen was talking about how when he watched his teammate, Demar Hamlin, go down and people pray and all of that, that reinvigorated mm-hmm. the spiritual life in him. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes recently was talking about the fact that his spiritual life has been reinvigorated as well. And then you consider uh, the ownership of the Kansas City Chiefs. Just yesterday, we were talking uh, a little right. bit about uh, Clark Hunt, yes. who is a sold-out follower of Christ and uh, the CEO and owner of, of the Chiefs. And the culture that he's trying to create there of faith, even providing a service before home games— through Fellowship of Christian Athletes and others so that people can come to a chapel service at Arrowhead Stadium before the game and not have to miss, you know. So uh, it really is kind of a a cool environment that they've created there. And Patrick Mahomes obviously has been doing a ton of media this week. It comes with the territory, right? I mean, you are the the NFL. Here's here's the other thing that just happened to him. Um, He was named the NFL MVP just yesterday for the second time. 
Oh, nice. So you there's know, that skill set. You've got then. the NFL yeah. MVPs <laughs> uh-huh. playing in the Super Bowl this weekend. And of course, there's tons of media that has to do with that. And, and so he was being asked a lot about how he's been able to do what he does and how's, how's he been able to play with his ankle injury and all of that thing. And somebody went through from Sports Spectrum magazine, somebody went through and they kind of pulled out and put together this conglomeration hmm. of his answers to different questions where Patrick was talking about his faith. Here's just a, a little bit of him expressing why he plays the game of football and how he sees God at work in his life. My Christian faith plays a role in everything that I do. I mean, I always ask God to, to lead me in the right direction and let me be who I am uh, for his name. So it has a role in everything that I do. And obviously it will be on a huge stage in the Super Bowl that he's given me. And I want to make sure I'm glorifying him while I do it. Yeah, it's, it's about just playing for your teammates. Um, just trying to do whatever you can to win the game for your teammates beside you. And uh, in that moment, God gave me the strength to run and get that first down and get us in the field goal range. And so um, all I've done since then is try to get my ankle better and better, and, and hopefully I'll be able to run whenever I need to in this game. It means everything. Um, I know that I'm blessed to be in this position, and I know that I, I'm here uh, for a reason and to glorify him. And so um, it means everything, not only to, about my football career, but all the decisions that I make. And so um, to have a faith backing I know why I'm here and it's not about winning football games it's about glorifying him and I think that gives me the the the, I have no pressure when I step on that football field I know why I'm here it it just kind of relieves the pressure uh, of playing the football game because I know that I'm on that football on that football field to glorify him before everything and so it's not about winning and losing it's about going out there and being the best that I can best that I can in his name and so I think that the faith and I, I feel like I've grown in my faith over these last few years and I think that's gave me a more sense of what who I am and why why I play the game that I play. I actually got a tattoo a tattoo about was a, about Eutychus in Acts twenty verse seven. It's about being half in and half out on on God. The interpretation that I took from it, um, and how you can't be half in and half out. And so that was the Bible verse that kind of stuck with me. That kind of told me that I needed to be fully in. It's a lot of little clips of what Patrick Mahomes has been sharing when asked about football. And that was his response. Sports Spectrum did a great job piecing all that together. I just, as you listen to that, uh, and I was sitting over here, I'm like, who is that? You said Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, what? I just am so surprised. that That's encouraging, though, to hear the testimony. I mean, we have testimony every day, I hope, wherever we are and planted. But to see he's got a big platform. He does. God's entrusted him with a big platform. And to give God glory for that, that is, I don't know, that just makes me smile. I, and so now my question is, are you going to be cheering for him oh, on Sunday? Oh, I may even wear red. <laughs> I was right. supposed to have uh, lunch on Saturday with some friends that are big Chief fans. I may have to text him and say, hey, can I borrow a jersey? Uh, there you go. Yeah. You can do that. Well, this weekend, he, as you said, he is going to be on the biggest stage, State Farm Stadium, playing in the Super Bowl, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time is when that game is going to be, and uh, leading the number one offense in the league this year as he tests that ankle out. But, uh, yeah. Whether he wins or loses, I'll be uh, very curious to to hear his uh, press game conference and, and mm-hmm. his media response after the game and see how he uh, talks about that. But I got to tell you, I am excited to watch the Super Bowl this weekend. And I was already leaning towards the Chiefs, and that just is like... That's a dandy. That's just, just one more reason <laughs> to do it right there. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. We're glad you're here. Remember, you can call us on 800-555-7898.
Well, thanks for uh, your text this morning, Bill, from Las Cruces. You said, hey, don't forget, there are lots of other outspoken believers who are going to be involved in the Super Bowl this weekend. You're absolutely right, Bill, including, as you point out, Jalen Hurts. And, uh, you know. And he is? He is. No. no. Who no, is he? He is, he, he is the uh, quarterback for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh. So, And he's phenomenal as well. Yeah. I mean, I am. I think this is going to be a fantastic game. This weekend, two top teams in the NFL going at each other. I'm expecting it to be a really good game. I hope I I hope it is. Hope we're not too disappointed. That's one of those not things one-sided. where, mm-hmm. yeah, not just a one-sided thing like last time the Eagles played, and they just stomped the 49ers. It was over well before halftime. Yes. I'm like, I think this game has the potential to going down to the final minutes, if not final couple plays of the game. There's just something fun about if you're watching sports teams, to me anyway, that when you know that they're part of the family of God, it, it's just fun to pray for them, cheer for them, and to pray for those that don't know Jesus yet, uh, because what a testimony that they have as yeah. they work together. And, and if you don't enjoy football, you know, that's all right. Usually, if you're together with friends for the Super Bowl, there's food involved. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Which I wonder if that's why folks call out uh, on Monday after Super Bowl. You are not allowed. No. To co- no, no, no food comas over there. But I may be up late watching football and all the pressers afterwards and trying to handle all the food. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. I, self-control, moderation, pick your word. Uh, you're just going to have to battle that out. All right. Fruit of the Spirit. Yeah, there it is. Chance there it to is. live that out, right? It's so hard, right? <laughs> That's when it gets really hard. I, you know, lately I have tried twice. Now, I, I realize this is kind of kind of a weird thing, but it's happened to me twice, and I'm like, that is just, what What are the odds? I, I always carry a refillable water bottle. Take okay. it with me everywhere, and usually I'm popping in and out of home or here at work, and I can refill it. But sometimes, like yesterday was a day that I left the house at, you know, 5 a.m., and I did not get home until 9.20 p.m. yesterday. Wow. Okay. Now, for me, that is just a a long long old day with no stop at home. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I'll spend a few hours at home before I have to go again. But that was yesterday. I'm like, okay, I'm out of water. I need water. I don't want to run to the grocery store and get a plastic bottle. I, I just don't want to do that, but I need my water bottle refilled. I'm going to run by Sonic. This happened one other time about a month ago. And so I run into Sonic. This is a month ago. I go to Sonic and my app will not work. It okay. just won't. I can't get, for whatever reason, the payment. It always tells me it's an error, and it doesn't matter how and what I do. I'm like, okay, fine. So I pull up. I hit the button. I sit there. Steve, I am not lying to you. I sit there for probably 10 minutes. So oh, you are far I more know. patient than me. Uh, well, I and, and I'm thinking, really? You're not? Okay. Well, I had like a 4.30 appointment. I had to go. So I pull out. This was a month ago. Yesterday. Same scenario, different Sonic, app won't work, uh, so I pull in, and I I pull in. You know it's the drive-in, right? And they yeah. have the screens. I, put, I pick the only one out of 30 parking places that the screen is dark. Okay. So usually there's, like, little advertisements are telling yep. you, you know, I, I think, well, the light is on for the button. I push the button. It does its little thing. I wait and wait and wait. Finally, I say, hey, I just need a large ice water, please. Okay, bless her heart. So then I try to run my debit card through it, and I can't tell. The screen is dark. I have no idea if it's going through. She comes, and I said, hey, 
is there, um, did it go through? And she said, no. And I had just given my last cash yeah. to my son and she said it didn't. So she grabbed and took care of it. And she goes, I am so sorry you had to wait 10 minutes for a water because it took forever for them to come. And I just knew they were busy and short staffed and I wanted my water. Oh yeah. For nothing else, I needed to prove that I could do a successful transaction at Sonic <laughs> for a cup of large water. And it, I am inspired because I do love their ice. Yeah. They're, and therein oh, lies yeah. the patience that I had. Plus, I did have just enough margin to wait and then get to the same 430 appointment that I was trying to get to a month ago when I couldn't. But I'm like, is it just me? What is the deal here? I think it is. Probably. Yeah. It, on the cast is a gal who works at a Sonic in another town. And she said, oh, no, the app's working fine. I mean, I, I'm not sure what the – she was really sweet about you it. You need to update it? I, I mean, I tried. There's okay. nothing. And she said, check your payment method. I'm like, but it's – I've tried to run it through Apple Pay. I've tried to run it through um, my debit card. I've tried to run it – do not judge me. I've tried to run it through a credit card, just trying to see if I could get it to work. Nada. Okay. Not one thing. So why would we judge you for running it through a credit card, but oh, not a debit card? Because it's like 43 cents. Yeah. The the charges for the organization is more than probably I'm running through. They're losing money on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think water should be free anyway. You could take my cup. I know it's a sanitary thing, but you take my cup. You don't have to give me one of your probably 50 cent cups because those things are big. Anyway. I just, yeah. Oh, the trials of trying to order water at Sonic. It's real. Don and Steve in the morning. It is Micah Tyler. Hey, happy Friday to you if you're ordering water from Sonic. I hope, or anywhere. I, I hope that you're much more successful. Or, or maybe just coffee. Yeah, okay. Cheers to you. Breakfast tastes better with Dawn and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. Don't forget, we now have an Instagram channel. Instagram is where you need to head. Yes, it's Instagram. It's, uh, what is the other one? YouTube, it's Facebook. All the things that I just kind of smile about. But they're they You're becoming helpful. so trendy like 15 years too late. Oh, listen. <laughs> I, when I try to do anything that I think is quasi-cool in, in the 2023 world... My kids look at me and go, they're very kind about it. Yeah. They don't like, they don't roll their eyes ugly, but they're like, no, mama, just no. <laughs> All right. That was a fail. Fine. I'm cool if I celebrate National uh, Cream Cheese Brownie Day, though. Oh, man. I have to be cool because that's what day it is. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want to skip ahead because tomorrow's day looks much more fun to celebrate. Oh, what's that? Uh, yeah. It's global. Global now, um, um, I'm looking right at movie day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I love that. But I also think that it's interesting. It's National Make a Friend Day tomorrow. Uh Uh-huh. That's a good day. It's a challenge if you're not super into meeting people. I I realize that there are different personalities. Yeah, I don't know that I'll be... Celebrating? Celebrating. I want you wearing the T-shirt, National Make-A-Friend Day. <laughs> and I want to hear all that on Monday. My introvertedness will be like, okay, where are the friends I already have? <laughs> but here's something that I I think we've probably lost the art of visiting shut-ins. Oh, yeah. I was talking to a friend at church, and she's in 
kind of the lay ministry leadership. And the question was, how many shut-ins do we have at our church? And who's visiting them? That's a really good question. The challenge was everybody's kind of looking at each other going, oh, so tomorrow is National Shut-In Visitation Day. All right. That's a challenge. Isn't it? Two challenges that you've issued. Make a friend and uh, consider visiting, reaching out to a shut-in. I think that would be a really, really good thing to do. And and doing it with intentionality. Doing it with the right motives behind you. Not just kind of going through the motions. Some of us have been there before, right? 